Hey, everybody, it's the most wonderful time of the year. You know, Thanksgiving is over. We've had Black Friday. We've had Shop Local Saturday. We've had Thrifting Sunday, and we've had Cyber Monday. But the Christmas season is still going strong. And I know that you're going to want to be purchasing gifts for those loved ones in your life. And you may want to get some prepper-based gifts. And we're going to give you a holiday gift guide and talk about some of these things that we think would make fantastic gifts for preppers. So today's episode, holiday gifts for preppers. We're just going to jingle all the way. Welcome to Practical Prepping. Today is November 28th, 2023. This is episode 435. This is the Prepping Podcast. You know, no bunkers, no zombies, no alien invasions, just practical prepping, where we believe that stuff happens, so we need to stay prepared. And we're here to help you get prepared. Hi, I'm Krista. And I'm Mark. And today, as Krista mentioned, we're going to be talking about holiday gifts for preppers. It's a kind of an extensive list of things we have here in several different categories. And if you'd like the list of these gifts that we mentioned today, go to practicalprepping.info forward slash 435. Talking about Christmas gifts, I ran across two things today. and We have one of these, and it is absolutely fantastic. And I put them on the featured items for today. Oh, that's a great idea. One is a battery caddy. Nice. That was given to me as a gift several years ago. Mm -hmm. And we keep it almost filled with double A's, triple A's. And, you know, we go in there and snag what we need. And we do that quite regularly. Yeah, 9 volt. And it even has a little battery tester in there, too. It does. Oh, it's handy. It is. It really is. And. I've got batteries laying here on the desk here around the podcast equipment. I need to go get that tester and see which ones are actually good and Mm -hmm. which ones are not because you can't look at them and tell. No, you really can't. And even if it says it's good for 10 years, you don't really know exactly how old it is when you're looking at it, to be honest. Well, I'm bad about reaching into my EDC bag, getting a couple out to replace them in my flashlight or even in our podcast recorder or some device that I have. And to be ecologically friendly, I don't throw them away. I throw them back in my bag. So I have some new batteries and I have some used batteries in there. And you don't know who's what. And I don't know who's what. (laughs) So I've got to get that out and do that very, very quickly. The other thing that I found goes along with that or very, very similar, but it, it, it is a battery organizer, but it's also a battery recharger. Oh, you know, those lithium-ion batteries mm-hmm. or those rechargeable, see them everywhere. Oh, yeah, and this one holds almost as many as that battery caddy does. Smart so, idea. But it also has a battery charger. Nice, that's so nice. you can recharge those batteries, and that does save a lot. I'm telling you, that is a super practical gift. And it's mentioned on our list of gifts. Absolutely. So smart. Now, this episode's brought to you by Practical Prepping for Everyday People, a common sense guide on preparing for life's emergencies. That's Krista and my last book that we wrote a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And that is kind of what started the podcast off. 
It's the book that everybody reaches for when they see us in person. That's yes. the book they want. Yes, and and we we really do enjoy that book. And honestly, I go back and refer to it fairly often. It's a pretty good book. We did a lot of research <laughs> on it. Now, we've got another book coming out mm-hmm. that if everything stays on track with where it is, it will come out on December the 7th. Oh, that'd be awesome. And so both of those books would actually be a good Christmas present. I agree. Now, the second one, the, the one that's coming out in a couple of weeks, is the 31-day devotional for preppers. Awesome. And it takes a biblical look at prepping. So there's a lot of good stuff in that one as well. Mm-hmm. And our goal with that book is to help you get closer to the Lord. That That's the number one thing that we want out of this book. The second thing is is it's a pretty good way when you've got one of those hard heads that sees absolutely no need in prepping. If they believe the Bible, this will show them where prepping is taught in the Bible. Very smart. And why we need to be prepared. Nice. What does the Word have to say? So that's coming out in a couple of weeks. Probably it's set for December the 7th. Nice. Let's get into our episode tonight. And up number one is... Probably the ultimate prepper gift. A multi-tool. And if you've ever had one, you know what I mean. And these last for years. It's a it's a knife, it's a file, it's a scissor, it's a toothpick. It's one of those Leatherman or Gerber type tools that you can carry in your pocket or your purse. And it just about has a tool for about anything you could ever encounter. Screwdriver, scissors, knife, file. You know, it's it's a multi-tool. It has yeah. a multiplicity of items. Yeah, it doesn't have a scissor on every multi-tool. No, they've got different there, kinds of multis. Kinds of yeah. those. Small ones, and big ones, mid-sized ones. The, the two big boys in this thing are the Leatherman and the Gerber. And they're fantastic. But there are a lot of others as well. Mm-hmm. Just I happen to be carrying a Gerber right now. It's too big to stay in my pocket. It rides on my belt on my left. Yeah. There are also specialty multi tools, mm-hmm. and Krista gave me one several years ago that has a hammer on one side and a hatchet on the other side and a whole bunch of stuff in between. Yeah. And you can actually attach sockets which came with it to that multi tool. And I've used those sockets on the side of the road to help someone who broke down, and I found them in the patrol car. That's the picture of preparedness right there. And he said, if only I had, a, it was like a 916-inch socket. Oh, right there. I there. said, well, just hold my, hold my drink. Hold that thought. <laughs> yeah, hold my coffee. Uh, I, coffee. I, coffee, I, yes. Yeah. You're I, on duty. I was in the police car. That's right. Actually left my coffee in the car when I went back to check. <laughs> yeah, okay. Good. I don't want anything in my hands when I'm walking back there. Right. I said, I'll be right back. And I went to my bag and I got it. And he said, that's amazing. <laughs> you were able to show what preparedness is all about. We, we got him off the road. There you go. So now I've also put a number of these items today. Uh, we've created a new page on the website. Oh, I love it. And it's called Gifts and Gear. Mm-hmm. And we've put much of what we're talking about today on Gifts and Gear. 
And some of the rest of it is in the featured items page that we've had for some time. Which, obviously, you'll be able to see the pictures because, yes. naturally, we're telling you about these gifts, but you're going to want to see them. Mm-hmm. And there's different color choices and different types of iterations of these different things. So definitely go to that webpage and find those featured items and that gifts and gear featured page. And that way you'll be able to see what we're talking about. And we will put that direct link in the show notes as well. Good call. But you can get to it from the front page. Just click on gifts and gear. There you go. At the top right. And it'll take you. Mm-hmm. All right. Second gift that falls into Krista's, don't know what to say. This is probably like a priority this element is, for me. This is her top priority. Water. Water. If you've listened to me for any length of time, you're going to know that before I'm going to store a whole lot of food or gear, I'm going to want some way to purify and have access to clean, fresh water. I think if she were bugging out, she'd take water over me. Well, think about it. If you've got 500 pounds of dry rice, dry beans, dehydrated, if you've stored all that dry food, and you haven't gotten a plan for any kind of water purification, I don't know how you're going to like choking on dry beans. Not going to work. You're going to need a Sawyer Mini. Makes a great gift because it's small and it's affordable. And that is very portable. Mm-hmm. We carry them in our bags. You can screw them onto an existing water bottle yes. and drink pure water out of, say, mud water, creek water, yeah. river water. You can get your water out of a mud hole. Absolutely. The next thing uh, is water purification tablets. Mm-hmm. Very small bottle, takes up very little room. And there may be times that we need to purify that water rather than trying to run it through the Sawyer Mini. Or like if you don't have a way to boil it. Exactly. Or or you may still boil it. Now, me, I just, you know, I'm a southern boy. A little bit is sufficient. A whole lot's better. (laughs) So we're going to boil it and we're going to put some of those tablets in there because those tablets may get rid of something that the boiling doesn't. The boiling's going to get rid of something the tablets doesn't. So together you've got some clean, fresh water. Now, I don't think we need to do both and then run it through the Sawyer. No, no. I mean, be reasonable. Sawyer does its job. Mm -hmm. And another good gift would be a water bladder. And you see these go into backpacks. You see them worn in the place of a backpack. We were at a 5K a couple of weeks ago. Mm Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of runners coming through with a three-liter water bladder on their back and had the tube right up attached to their Mm -hmm. shirt. Smart. So they could just get a drink anytime they wanted to. I wouldn't want to put it in hot, but I could put coffee in that water bladder, couldn't I? You're going to have to try that. I I can't (laughs) say yes or no. I've never tried it. So that's one of those. You find out for yourself and you let me know how that worked out. Yeah, three liters of coffee when I'm going hunting, that'd be a good amount. So that'd, be, that'd keep you warm. That'd keep you warm. <laughs> Next on our list is emergency food. We don't think about emergency food being a good prepper gift, hmm. but it would be. Maybe there's someone in your life that you're trying to introduce the idea of a long-term situation, mm-hmm. or maybe they live in a circumstance where this would be a helpful item, and they have a large price range and a large quality range, so I would say go with some customer reviews and that sort sure. of thing. We're talking here about the 25-year storage mm-hmm. food. Sure, it comes in a nice handy bucket. And most of them do, and it's freeze-dried. But you can also get freeze-dried backpacking foods at Outdoor Man mm-hmm. and buy them by the individual pack. Yeah, lesser, lesser amount, sure. Yes, yeah. you don't need a whole bucket full if you're going to carry them for 
hiking. Right. But they're great for that. And there's also nutrition bars. These are great gifts to give to folks. And uh, you can, it's, it's kind of the idea of the lifeboat food, okay? Yeah. It lasts a long, long time. It's got a lot of calories in it, and it will get you through. If you're on a limited amount that you're able to eat, these nutrition bars will pump up your caloric intake, and it really helps you to be able to perform up to your potential. And they do make some very good, great-tasting nutrition bars. Mm -hmm. An emergency backpacking stove. Oh, like a portable rocket stove. Portable rocket stove. Those are great. And I put a good one on on the website today. Oh, yeah? It's small, it folds up, and you stick it in your backpack, it's light, and you just start feeding it sticks from the bottom. Nice! It makes a great, great stove. You can also get portable propane or butane stoves. Like that little camp stove we have? We do. Mm-hmm. We have camp stove, and it has two burners, and they you can get them in one burner. Sure. And there's any number of options for that. They're not very expensive, and... We've used it here when we were without electricity. I like the two burner because I can make sausage and eggs and a pot of coffee. Yes. That is a necessity. Yes. We don't want to have to delay the eggs till the coffee gets done. <laughs> right. First aid kits. First aid kits are always good to give to folks. We had an episode about first aid kits recently. And this is where you can get very creative because you can create your own first yes. aid kit. They don't have to have 99 Band-Aids and one alcohol swab. You know, be reasonable. You can customize first aid kits for just like a simple, easy boo-boo kit all the way up to something like a suture kit, a trauma kit, or have an over-the-counter medication kit, you know, stomach medicine, headache medicine. There's all kinds of ways you could customize a first aid kit, and probably you know somebody in your life that could use it and just hadn't gotten around to it, but could really use that first aid kit and get used to carrying it with them. And it's appreciated by preppers. Oh, yes. Let's talk about some things to help your prepper stay warm. Oh, like hand warmers. Yes, hand warmers. They make rechargeable gloves they and they make... When we were growing up, I had a hand warmer, but it was not open flame, but you had to light it. You put lighter fluid in it and, <laughs> and it was like a gigantic <laughs> Zippo. I can't believe this. And you lit that, <laughs> you put it down in the, mine was red and this red drawstring bag. And then you put it in your pocket. And you put your hands in there? And you put your hands in there. And it, it, it didn't get extremely hot, but it was really, really warm. Well, nice. So that's a real good thing to do. And they make them rechargeable today. Yes, they do. I put a couple of those on there as well. And then there is the old standby hot hands. You're talking about like those adhesive type well, uh, pads you can stick on? Well, that's the toe warmers. Oh, okay. Now, Krista got me a big variety bag of these things a few years ago and I was out in the traffic working traffic every morning and sometimes it was well below freezing and so in the morning when I got dressed before I put my boot on I just slapped on one of those sticky pads below my toes that kept my toes sweet but you've got them for hands they've now got one that's like eight by ten they actually call it a blanket but I mean it's about eight inches by ten inches okay but that, you know, you keep moving that thing around on your body, and that would warm you up fairly well. Okay. But that variety pack is really, really good because you've got hand warmers there. You've got foot warmers. You could put one maybe on the back of your neck oh, or yeah. anywhere. Put, put, and they last for several hours, don't they, Don? Uh, 10 or 12 hours. That's like cool. That. 
you know, I have held them to my ears. I could see that if somebody's going to be hiking or camping overnight in their sleeping bag, that, you know, donning some of these hot hands or or toe pads or whatever all over would Mm -hmm. certainly help keep them toasty and warm while they're sleeping overnight if they're in the elements. And here's an idea. When you're out hunting and it's 15 degrees and the wind's blowing, you pull your toboggan down and you put one of those over each ear under your toboggan. There you go. It keeps your... Your ears warm. Mm-hmm. I haven't figured out how to put one on my nose, though. Well, you'd probably have to wear a ski mask and put it up under there. Yeah, but to keep I, it on. I'll have to try that. Have to okay. Because my nose and my ears get cold. Let's talk about some other things that'll keep you warm. Now, these are always great gift items, whether you're a prepper or giving to a prepper or not. And that's outdoor clothing and footwear. There's just so much variety in terms of everything from socks to jackets, hoodies, uh, gloves, Sleeping bags, I mean, the list just goes on and on. But we're going to talk about, and I'll just run down this list right quick, snow boots, insulated boots, wool socks, and I'm talking the good kind, gloves, thermal underwear, which makes a great base layer. You know, anyone that's ever spent any time in the outdoors of winter will tell you layers is warmer than a single jacket oh, over a T-shirt. Absolutely. And then you've got down here on your list a bivy sack. Now, I want to start there. Explain a bivy sack. Now, a bivy sack, and this particular thing rolls up up to about, I don't know, four or five inches across and about six or eight inches long. About the size of a coffee can. About the size of a small coffee can. Yeah. You can throw it in your bag. You can throw it in the glove box, under the seat, wherever. And this thing is literally, uh, it's kind of like the emergency blankets. It unfolds. It's a sleeping bag. Hmm. And it would really come in handy if you're stuck on the road in a snowstorm. And that's happened to some folks. Oh, it's happened. Mm -hmm. Ask (laughs) I-95. And, you know, you could actually pull this thing out inside your car Mm -hmm. and wiggle your way down into that bag and pull it up around your head. And you could stay pretty warm. Okay. So it's, and they're not expensive. I mean, 12 to 25 bucks, depending. Yeah, so. you'd pay any price if you're stuck out in a snowstorm on the highway. Right. Any price for but something. But you have kind to of, pay it ahead of time. Yes, you, you have to have it. Uh, you can't get it delivered to you while you're stuck there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, thinking about snow boots, the type of waterproof type boots you can tromp around in the snow and ice. Mm-hmm. Insulated boots, the ones that are either fleece or Sherpa lined, fur lined. Wool socks, and they run all over the place. I have found in my experience that super-duper cheap wool socks actually don't last a good long time. But, an, uh, you know, a good 10 to $20 pair of true-to-life wool winter socks, you'll have them forever. Mm-hmm. They just won't wear out. And they don't itch as much as the cheap ones. They they make new ones now that have a kind of a nice finish on the inside mm-hmm. to keep a lot of that raw wool from touching your skin. They're much more comfortable, and they will make your feet toasty warm. Uh, also gloves, and that just runs the range from thin cotton gloves all the way up to the new modern gloves have the little pads on the fingertips for uh, screen use for tablets and phone. Or there's mittens that can pull off to show half fingers or gloves. So there's all different kinds of gloves, different applications for gloves. I gave our uh, grandson, one of our grandsons, is on safety patrol. So I gave him some of Papa's gear. And one of the things that I gave him for working safety patrol was my warm weather traffic control high-vis gloves. Oh, yeah. 
And on the right index finger, it was only half. I had cut one end off of it so that I could actually work my phone or answer my watch if I had to. Uh And I could see what the text messages were. I never did buy one of the pair that uses the the pad on the tip. Mm -hmm. Those are pretty sweet. They, They really are. And you got me a pair of electric gloves. I did. Some years back, and that was great for working traffic in the mornings. You had to remember to charge them up. Mm-hmm. But you could get about two and a half days out of them, and then you had to recharge them. And they were really, really nice, and they did keep me warm. And I was wearing that thermal underwear base layer. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. All right. How about indoor auxiliary heating options? Yes, we've talked about this before. We have. A big buddy, Mr. Heater. It's the not. It's the heater with the fan option. Mm-hmm. You can get it without the fan option for several dollars cheaper. We have found that the fan option is definitely a plus because it really moves that heated air out to where it can get to you instead of just going straight up. Right. Now, the big buddy is like eighteen thousand BTU, nine thousand and forty five hundred. Mm-hmm. They make another one. I, they may call it a little buddy. I'm just not really sure name of it, 9,4500 BTU. So it really depends on how much area you need to be heating. And when we bought this one, it was for us to be able to sleep in the basement when we were visiting some folks and to be able to heat a larger area. Yeah, a large in. unfinished area. Yes, yeah. and if, if we were having to use it, in, and it's our emergency backup heat for the house if we lose power. We could hole up in one or two rooms. We can close off a bunch of the rooms and use a lower setting on that thing. Mm-hmm. It's very efficient. And there are a lot of other propane heaters as well. But one thing I know for sure is that the Mr. Heater is indoor safe. That's vital. That's vital mm-hmm. when you start looking at this. And uh, We're going to talk about some ways to protect it because we're going to move into family protection. This is some family protection gifts. Things like a fire blanket? Yes, I've not had my hands on one yet, but we're ordering one so that I can get it. And it's going to be mounted somewhere not too far from the stove. You've seen that video where the oh, fire yes. breaks out of the oven or the stovetop, and you can pull this blanket out of a holder and toss it on, and that fire is out. And it goes out. And so a child could do it. And, and there are other, we call them fire bombs, things like that. Yeah. That you throw onto it and it pops and puts the fire out. But some type of a fire blanket, fire extinguishers make great Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. They really do. Smoke detectors. And the ones that have the combination carbon monoxide detector. Right. And now we've got them separate. Yeah. Ours, we have a carbon monoxide detector and we have smoke detectors. So those are good things to have. Now, what I like about the individual is we can take that when we're camping. It goes in our tent with us because mm-hmm. we're using that big buddy inside our tent yeah. to keep us warm in there. So that carbon monoxide detector is very, very important. And one thing that no person, no home should be without is a NOAA weather radio. Oh, absolutely. It is the difference between life and death for so many people. You've got to know what the weather conditions are coming up. You've got to be able to program that so that you can get real-time information 
And that gives you an advantage to be able to take the time to get into safe circumstances. So definitely consider a weather radio. And it's easier to program now than it's ever been. So oh, don't, yeah. don't hesitate to give one to someone and maybe even offer to program it for them. Yeah, and it'll walk you right through it. You look up mm-hmm. your code for your county and you just punch it in. Right, right. And, and then you hit save. And I mean, it's so, so simple. Uh, once you know how to do it, it's really, really easy. But I'll tell you, when you hear that at 2.30 in the morning, Mm-hmm. from a dead sleep, and you realize that you've got to take some action, it makes a difference because a lot of night tornadoes take place in Alabama. That they do. And we, we're we not up. You know, we're not mm-hmm. listening to the news. We're, some, some night owls might be, but not us. So that weather radio has more than paid for itself. Oh, it has. And they're not expensive, really. Not when really. When you consider it. Which it is a type of communication device, which is what we're going to talk about now. We've always put it into the communication category, even though you're receiving that information. Mm-hmm. It's still good communication, which the emergency radio is communication for receiving information. Sure. And I love the Kato 500. Okay. And we gifted a family member, one of those, a few years back. And it has like five power modes on it, including solar. And it has a reading light. I mean, it's just a great little radio. Mm-hmm. I've also put these on the website since so many people like the Thing radios. Right. I put a two-pack on there with the extended antennas. Nice. They're running around 20 bucks a piece. That's now. really not expensive for what it can mm-hmm. do. Right. You do need a ham radio license to operate on the ham bands. Sure. But if it's open, it will also operate on the GMRS and the FRS. Yes, explain quickly what those mean. The General Mobile Radio Service. For which you don't need a license. You you do need a license, but you don't have to take a test. Oh, 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 I I got that mixed up. The FRS, the Family Radio Service, you don't have to have a license. Okay. The GMRS license covers anybody in the family or the group. So So a lot of organizations will... Exactly. You know, we'll, put we'll in for that. Those yeah. And, and use that. They're used a lot on construction sites mm-hmm. and such as that. Nice. Those make pretty good gifts and they are well appreciated by preppers. Now, we talk about communication devices, they run off of electricity, so we need batteries. Absolutely. And batteries make a fantastic holiday gift, especially if there are various types. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we have. A number of times when we've given the kids or the grandkids some type of device, toy, or whatever that uses batteries, we've just gone ahead and given the family like a 48-pack of double A's. Yeah, absolutely. Batteries always make a good gift. We talked about that battery buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may not want to fill it up. And give it to them because no, that's you, you, quite well, no. a few batteries. It, it'd you cost you some something because the battery buddies, you know, they range, you know, in price. But you may at least start with what the most commonly mm-hmm. used ones are. And if you put two or four of, or, or of several a, sizes in put there. Put a pack of 12 or a pack of 24. Totally appreciated. The, yes, the double A, the triple A. Triple A's always go in the remote control for the TV. And, you know, the uh, saddest words on Christmas morning. No batteries. Batteries not included. Oh. So wouldn't you like to be the hero of the family and have a battery caddy with some triple A's, double A's, some C's, some D's, some nine volt? 
Yeah, you'd be the one. You'd be Superman. And it even has some of the button batteries in there. We we have those. Oh, right. Yeah. Because we exactly. have several things that use those. Mm-hmm. Next thing that I like for prepper gifts is something sharp. And you're not talking about like sharp dressed. No. <laughs> you're no. talking about a blade. A blade. Obviously age appropriate. Yes. A good fixed blade knife. Okay. Is a great gift. A small axe, mm-hmm. a folding saw, okay, a pocket knife. And there's so many kinds. Yes, I mean, there there's are. literally millions of kinds of pocket knives. And there's one in my pocket right now. But you know, yeah. a lot of people don't carry pocket knives anymore. Uh, some of you more senior members of society, I say uh, that kindly. Yeah, the you, old guys are going to have a pocket knife. You, your, your daddy carried one. My daddy carried one. All the brothers carried them. They they don't know not to carry one. Mm-hmm. It's It goes right in there with the change and the mints. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, don't leave home without your pocket knife. You're not dressed until you have that pocket exactly. knife. Exactly. Yeah. There's so many uses for it. Mm-hmm. And a knife sharpener is always a good gift. That really is a good gift. You never really think about that much. Sometimes a lot of people get a lot of knives and blades, but a sharpener, now you're talking. Now there's some skill and some technique to sharpening a knife properly. In most of them, but you know, there's some that are so easy. Yeah. The the V-shaped ceramic, Mm -hmm. just draw the knife through it. Absolutely. There's all kinds of knife sharpeners and knife sharpening kits. You might also want to think about this category, and that's something bright. I'm talking about a flashlight. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. Well, you're pretty bright. Yeah. But you're talking about flashlights. I'm talking about flashlights. Flashlights are always good gifts. They come in so many great types for men and women. I've got a keychain flashlight. I've got a purse flashlight. I've got a handheld flashlight. I've got a household flashlight. And then we've got a head knocker flashlight. Yeah, we've got a couple of head knocker (laughs) flashlights. and, and, And they do... You yeah, hit somebody you can, with it, they stay knocked. You could hurt somebody with some of those mags. <laughs> yeah. If it comes down to self-defense, all's fair. But, you know, flashlights come in a variety, too, of lumens. So you may want to be looking at the lumen count. Mm-hmm. If you're really wanting something bright for the yard, think about the lumens, because that's going to give you your brightness factor. The ones with three brightness levels are yeah. great, yeah. because if I need to search the backyard, I go to bright. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to the garage or to the shop, I can go on the low level. Yeah. And so those are, and they're not expensive at all. No, You not can really. spend a lot of money on a flashlight. You can. But you can get some very, very good flashlights in the $20, $25 category. And just put that in your prepper plan for when the lights go out. Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to know where to find them, how to access them, and but it makes you know, a great stocking stuffer. Too. Sure it does. It that really and some does. batteries. Headlamps is a good one for flashlight or an LED lamp mm-hmm. for, for auxiliary lighting. We have LED lamps and use them. Not too long ago, we actually had a tornado event uh, over here in the county. And we lost power, for, and I think it was out for about four hours. And so we knew right where to go. We have a prepper room mm-hmm. with our gear in it. And we just pulled out our LED lamps. They were already ready to go. We pop them open it provide very nice lighting and we put them in front of mirrors all throughout the house and we had plenty of light and there's mm-hmm. it doesn't produce any heat no. which makes it nice to be able to put on furniture near especially the if it is in summertime yeah because when the power goes out you lose the air conditioning uh, can begin to heat up sure so enough that's a great great thing yeah to, to have so light up somebody's world yes. <laughs> with the christmas gift of a flashlight <laughs> 
Now, we're talking about all of this gear. We're going to need something in which to carry the gear. Good call. This makes a great gift as well. And that's a backpack. There's so many kinds. Yeah. And we're not talking about like a purse backpack. We're talking about a usable utility backpack. A backpack. And there's really two kinds. Well, there's several kinds. Uh, you can get the big hikers, you know, the, the, the big one. Oh, yeah. Well, All of that. But for our use, for prepper use, and Krista's daughter sent her a backpack. It was purple, her favorite color, yeah. and sent that as a gift, I think, for your birthday. I think it was, and it's, it's very useful. It, it's very useful, mm-hmm. and um, it's not in the car regular. It's one that we put things in to make a specialty bag when we're going to do something. Sure. And so... But you've got tactical bags, which have the molly on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can stick different to items to that. And a little bit more gray man is the computer bag, the backpack that will hold your computer. I see. And my particular backpack that I carry is on the gifts and gear page. Okay. So yeah. you can see the one that I actually carry. It's the non-tactical but it holds way too much stuff when I'm traveling. Well, it's a it's a good thing to have. You've gotten into it many, many times. Oh, yes. I use it every time. But also another type of backpack is a smaller EDC-type bag, what I use for EDC. Mm-hmm. And my bag is actually on there as well. Mine is a canvas sling bag. Yeah, yeah. And it has a flap that covers the the zippers, and it's magnetic down on the bottom. It Mm -hmm. has two magnetic snaps. And that thing just comes in so handy, and it goes everywhere with me. It does. He takes it everywhere. I don't necessarily need something out of it every trip. Nope. But if I need OTC medication, it's in there. Yep. If I need pain reliever, it's in there. If I need toothpicks, it's in there. He's got tourniquets in there. I've got a (laughs) tourniquet. You never know what you're going to run up on. tourniquets in there. Right. All right, we're speaking about carrying things in a backpack, but how about carrying other things like a holster for their favorite handgun? Obviously, and of course, you know, we are pro-firearm, mm-hmm. and you may or may not be, dear listener, and that's fine. We are completely mm-hmm. understanding if you don't or if you can't. We respect that, and we, don't, it, we don't demand that people carry if they no, can't. But it does make a good gift for the holiday. And they can have all different kinds of uh, prices and styles. You can get leather. Now, leather is a little bit expensive now. Mm -hmm. You can get Kydex. You have a belly band. I love the belly band holster for me because I wear clothing. Much of my clothing has no belt loops for any kind of belt where I would She doesn't even own a belt. I have belts. I just don't wear them. Anyway, the point is I can access my belly band, whether I'm wearing a blouse, a dress, T-shirt, jeans, what have you. And it's comfortable and it's adjustable for the fit. It's a Velcro attaching. It'll carry a handgun and a backup magazine. And so if, you know, if I'm carrying and I've got that under my clothes and it's not printing, after a while, I'm so comfortable carrying it, I sometimes forget that it's there. Mm -hmm. That's how comfortable it is. But what I like about this particular belly band, it's a comfort tech. And I like it that it has a snap over. My first belly band did not have that where I put my handgun down in. 
and there was nothing to keep the handgun from slipping out. And I literally crouched over somewhere and my handgun fell out on the floor. And I learned a bad lesson that day. So everything turned out okay, but I was surprised to see that I could crouch over and my handgun slipped right out. So I got a Comfort Tech that's got a safety strap that goes over top, which means when I need to access that handgun, it's a literal one finger snap loose. It mm-hmm. does not hinder me. It's just a thumb break. But it won't slip out. And that's the that's the mm-hmm. uh, safety part that I like that gives me more security when I'm carrying it. I could run if I had to, and it's not going to fall out. Right. Another thing that's always good for uh, preppers that own firearms is ammunition. Yeah, it's uh, that's harder to find than firearms it right now. <laughs> can be. Uh, it, it's loosened up some. There's more back in stock. Some calibers are very hard to find now, but if you know what caliber they carry mm-hmm. they shoot or what and not just the caliber but sometimes the special features that may be, pertain to that particular caliber can be yeah but if i'm given ammo i'm given target ammo yeah something they can afford to just so, you know yeah. play with exactly yeah you can get in a responsible way okay can, there i said it you can get into some stuff that is a dollar or more per round exactly you so, know 50 rounds you're talking yeah, some I'm, money <laughs> i'm giving it as a gift it's going to be the 20 dollars for 50 rounds yeah our son-in-law recently we were visiting up there in north carolina and he went somewhere not too far back from there and he spent out about 250 rounds so yeah. he spent some money on the oh, range yeah. that day but you know what he is training Oh, yeah. And he is good. He that is good is. with that gun. Now, I have been sitting here while we are recording, and you may have heard me swallow. You may have heard me bump the mic. <laughs> but I've been drinking a cup of coffee. Who has provided this Today's cup of coffee? Today's cup of coffee comes from Rich. Thank you, Rich. We really do appreciate that. Now, if you receive value from the podcast, would you help us by giving back a little? First, you can buy us a cup of coffee like Rich did. Thank you. Second, you can start your Amazon shopping from our website. It costs you nothing extra but pays us a small commission on qualifying purchases. And you'll find the link to both of those at practicalprepping.info. And we also have, I don't know, 60, 70 items that make good gifts on the Featured items page. That's terrific. You're going to find something that's going to be perfect for either you or somebody. Hey, you know, while you're out buying for other people, pick yourself up something nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we watched Christmas Vacation the other day. (laughs) Clark, why don't you pick up something for yourself? (laughs) And and pick you out something Yeah, something nice. (laughs) That's probably my favorite line in the movie. Oh, my word. All right. Well, anything else you want to share tonight? Well, we're excited about the Christmas season. And it's not all about gifts, although that's a big part of it for some people. But, you know, keep your mind focused on what it's really all about. And it's really about the birth of Jesus. And it's I think it's also about literally peace on earth and goodwill Mm -hmm. toward men. I think it's at holiday time. We do become especially more aware of people that maybe are in need or children that are going without. So look outside of yourself, meet a need, be a blessing to someone. And if buying a gift is going to marry up their Christmas, then it's money well spent. Mm -hmm. You've invested in some child's happiness or, or maybe an elderly person that needs something Mm -hmm. done for them. So embody that Christmas spirit 
no matter what your belief system is, you can you can just be that joyful person who can be a blessing to other people. And that's what we pray for you. And you can give somebody that Merry Christmas. You can. And as Krista always says, stuff happens, people. Stay prepared. And we'll see you next time.